Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Big talk, big opinions, the panel. It's... 10.25 here on SENZ this Friday morning. It's panel time, and uh, this morning I'm really pleased to be joined by Hani Hirami Smiler, who, of course, uh, is fantastic sports uh, women in her own right. Sevens, rugby league, rugby all for her country. Amazing achievement. And now, of course, a Sky Sport pundit, uh, and a very good one as well. And also James McConey of uh, Crowd Goes Wild, Goes uh, Fame, and... Uh, a lot of other things that we can't mention goes fame as well. So uh, we can't talk about that. But what we can do, and I start with you. I will start with you, honey. Actually, to be fair, um, man, you, uh, Lisa Carrington. What the? What the? Have, oh, I think we expected something special, but did we expect this much? Yes, yes, I think we did. Really, I think we hold uh, Lisa Carrington. Um, to a certain expectation because that's all we've known from her, um, that she continues just to exceed everyone's expectations. I think uh, when I watched that uh, race yesterday, the, the main thing that come to me is like she is the biggest legend ever in, in our history. Um, but for me, it's what stood out to me as one, that she's female, and secondly, she's Māori. I just was like... Man, I was literally just saying to my wife this morning, this is our lifetime, this is our lifetime hero in, in our lifetime, and I'm so, so, so blown away by what Lisa's achieved. And it hasn't stopped yet uh, either, honey. It uh, might continue. And, uh, and, and I'm not just talking about these Olympics. I mean, she's another event to come, but, uh, you know, she looks so fit, so strong, and enjoying what she's doing uh, as well, James, that you would, you would imagine uh, Paris, uh, only three years away, could even now be on the radar. I know. She's going to be chasing, you know, sort of Phelps-like sort of stats with uh, three years to go. I'm sure she will stay in the game. Um, just uh, And beautifully said as well, honey, I love the fact that Lisa represents so much in our community that we, um, you know, that aren't normally sort of uh, on the top of the podium and, and if you look back at our old Olympic history, you know this is this is the new face of um, of the New Zealand Olympic team. Lisa is an incredible role model, and just FYI, her Maori side of the family is from Te Awamutu. Her dad Pat Carrington <laughs> went to Te Awamutu College and was a classmate of Neil Finns. So there you go. There you go. I mean, you always find gems for us, James. It's unbelievable. Here's a here's a little one for you, right? If you look at the medal table, and countries are all listed um, by the number of golds first, and then the number of total medals last. So golds first, 
Uh, Lisa Carrington is actually the, the 18th best country in the world. How good's that? That's <laughs> good. Better than Spain and Sweden, apparently. <laughs> okay, we won't talk about um, uh, Scandinavian tennis players on this show, okay? okay with or even Croatian, Croatian ones either or any of those ones. Honey, uh, look, hey, big, big night tomorrow night. Uh, Eden Park, of course. Uh, and Nuggy, little uh, Aaron Smith plays his 100th. Uh, what's your impression of what, what he's managed to do in that black jersey? Yeah, I mean, I was just listening to Matt um, just before. And, uh, you know, I agree with him. I think he is, is if not one of the all-time best halfbacks that we've, we've had in, in our All Blacks history. And, it, and it's, for me, I think it's the way he's changed the game, the tempo that he plays with, his, his ball service, and, um, you know, from that, that halfback role, and, and that he absolutely nails that core role, and, and it's an important you know, position that he plays. But he's changed the way it, the way that role, um, I suppose, has an impact on the game. And it's almost like you can mould a team around a player like Aaron Smith. And I think, you know, you I, I remember watching 2012, his debut, and thinking, what an, what an amazing moment uh, for, for Aaron. And we were in the uh, Go For Gold uh, New Zealand Sevens camp at the time down in Wairu. And we were all watching it, and um, you know, now to be, you know, tomorrow I'll be sitting on the panel um, for Sky, you know, supporting him for his 100th. You know, it's it's just amazing his journey and and some of the things that he's had to come through and and overcome. But you can see it really in his last few years, the maturity has just come out, uh, you know, pulled out of him both both on the field, but especially off the field too. He's just he's just an all-round great guy. Not bad for a fielding hairdresser on the way up, James. <laughs> I, I love the way Aaron Smith plays the game. Uh, he is our goat of halfbacks. Eventually, you know, if he goes around to the, the next World Cup and wins it, uh, we're going to have to start talking about him up there with your Richie McCaws, your, your Colin Meads. I mean, I know I've pluralised them. There's only one of those. And there's only one Aaron Smith. And so that's the, that's the thing. He, his standards are so high. It's it's hard to remember a bad test match by him. It's 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 also he's one of those guys where if if uh, opposition players talk about the All Blacks with reverence, they always mention or reference Aaron Smith. Mm. Good. Mm, it is staggering. It is absolutely staggering. I think the opponents too uh, have that respect from please, honey, uh, James. Please stay with us. We're going to go to the news now. Uh, when we come back, another couple of topics I'd love your comments on. Here's Trudy. Big talk, big opinions, the panel. Talk, talk, talk me, yeah. 10.33 here on SENZ, and uh, we've got the panel here, Honey Harami Smiler, uh, of course, and James McConey, Honey. RTS, Roger Tuavasa-Shek, uh, <laughs> back in Auckland now, point one. You're happy that he's back in Auckland, point two. Uh, this far out, they're looking at playing him on the wing early on in the piece. I'm not sure if you realise that, but this far out, where do you think he'll end up? Yeah, I think it's a good move to start him on the wing just to get get him back into sort of that that rugby space and, and learning the game and just being able to see what's going on out wide. Um, I think eventually they'll shift him into a 13-12 position. Um, anywhere there, I think he'll be massively effective. I know there's a lot of talk about him playing out the back as well, but I think we're for the game of rugby and how fast it is, I think he'll be a really effective uh, 12, possibly 13, and we could, you know, 
at the next World Cup, so I'm wearing a 13 um, for, the, for the All Blacks. If we're looking at positions possibly available, I think there's still a, bit of, a fair bit of competition there. Um, but I'm excited for, for Roger. I think the nation is excited for Roger. The league community is sad to see him go, but because he's given so much to rugby league over so many years, um, there's a real, I suppose, aura about the rugby league community that we support him to go and follow his dreams because he has given so much to the game and, and now he's pursuing his, his dreams in the other code. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do this, this year um, and then develop his way through and hopefully some in the Black Jews in a couple of years. Oh, nice sentiments there, honey. Uh, uh, really cool. Uh, James, uh, speaking of uh, committing so much to the cause and and having a great career. Um, it's all over Red Rover, it seems now, for Nick Willis at the, the age of 38, the old man in the 1,500 metres this time. He was the old man in the 1,500 metres last time. But there he was again. Uh, man, what a career he has had. Yeah, he's exceptional. One of my favourite Olympic moments was watching him win bronze, which was upgraded to silver in uh, Beijing. And when you think about that uh, event, the 1,500, how competitive it is and how great he's been at it. It's just um, ridiculous, the standards he's set. And, yeah, OK, he hasn't come away with an Olympic gold like some of, uh, some of our uh, all-time greats of the past, but, you know, he's, he hasn't been far off. And, and we just have to acknowledge that his longevity, his high standards, he's just um, a superb athlete. And one thing on Roger Tuivasa-Shek, by the way, before we move on, is um, I've had a chat to uh, a couple of... Well, one all-black selector in particular who... Um, <laughs> And I think they, they view him as a future 12. Um, but they were sort of conflicted because they've got, they've got our David Havili coming through as a, as a sort of more of a finesse 12, right? But I think if a blockbuster came through again, a big Ma'anonu-style, Sonny Bill Williams-style mm. 12 came through, then they'd, they'd, um, they'd jump ship and go back to the, the bruiser, which is going to be interesting in years to come. And even Geordie Barrett has been mentioned as an option as a future 12. Well, honey, what did you make of that All Black selection, uh, by the way? Are you, ha- you happy with Richie at 10, Bowden off the bench, uh, and the loose board trio? Yeah, I, I thought it was a really strong um, selection, probably the best. Of, yeah, um, I suppose there's uh, the likes of Luke Jacobson, unlucky to myself. But, you know, uh, they put Artie in there, and, and he still comes off the bench. Uh, Will Jordan, I think, probably the most unluckiest player. Um, but again, the, the quality that you've got sitting on the bench, it makes it um, really exciting when you sort of get to that 50, 60 minute mark. And, you know, I'm assuming the coaching um, uh, that they'll look at making those changes sort of 50, 60 out. So the likes of Richie, um, Wanga, uh, D-Mac and, and that lot will probably just be focused on playing, a, you know, a really decent 60 and then you bring on such a quality bench. Um, I think they they take it up another level and um, and we wrap this game up uh, quite comfortably. Um, I, I would say. James, what what are your predictions? And we're not going to see that uh, that hoodoo undone tomorrow, are we? No, I think the All Blacks will be too strong. It's quite an interesting team. Uh, Dalton Papali'i getting a start there at seven, and um, and also moving Rico Iwani back back to eleven. I know there's a lot. Uh, rugby fans who think that still think that's his best position. Uh, I, I like the team in terms of skill level and excitement. Uh, it's probably they've gone for a, a smallish team in some regards. You know, there's a few, a few players 
out in that back line when you go Richie Moonga, Damian McKenzie, Seva, who, you know, just a, you know, the pocket size, but uh, it's not always about that sometimes in these um, test matches, the bled is low. I, I just think the Wallabies have got a work in progress. Uh, they, they've got a few players who we, you know, uh, for example, Tong and Thor off the bench, he is a handful, uh, and but their halves combo, uh, Lolisio and, and Tate McDermott, wow, they look promising, but they just seem a few years off for me. So, yeah, I think it's the All Blacks uh, comfortably. Honey, just finally. Yeah, 100% agree. I think I think the, the All Blacks um, have probably had the better preparation. I know the, the Wallabies come in last week, and I know um, really awesome to see the likes of Craig Cooper being clawed in to, to give a bit of mentorship for the young uh, Laura Seal in there, which uh, it sounds like that's really benefited the squad, and not not just young Noah, but, uh, you know, they've got quite a young uh, back line, and, you know, Tom Banks probably being the most experienced out the back there for the Wallabies. Um, but, you know, looking back at what they did against the French in that, in that last test and winning that series, uh, I think um, they'll come, they'll, they'll have it, they've, they've named a quality side. Uh, I just don't think they'll be able to... Uh, to, to match it with us um, come sort of that 50, 60 minute mark, I think we'll run them off the park. Okay, well, thanks very much, you guys. It's Honey, Hadami, Smiler, and uh, James McConey. They were the panel today. Uh, thanks very much for your thoughts and your input there. It's- Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.